Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details hi there i am adam kivas and this is my novel the accused it is not easy killing someone no matter what it is no matter how convinced you are that this person is pure evil it is not easy. It is not easy, dear jury. Because you have to be partially either cold-blooded or someone who deeply believes in a new dawn. So I staggered when I walked up the upper floor on that building. I staggered. I felt the weight on my shoulders. I felt that a burden was put on me. And of course, I asked myself, why me? Why am I the one? This was the moment right before I started doubting. This is when your heart gets faint. When you think that somehow you could go on like this. You could go back to your miserable life. You could just pretend. Like you have been doing all this time. You are convinced in a way or another. What you did or were before that was just a slumber. I could go on like this. It is always the same, this notion. And I felt it. I felt a heavy weight. I felt the gun almost being uncarable. My arms seemed to be too weak to lift it. And when I came out of the elevator, when I heard the gong of the elevator, again, I doubted myself. Again, I thought, maybe this is it. Go back. And to my shame, I thought to myself in those moments of doubt, what do I care about America? I said to myself, I have already lost the woman I love. I have already lost everything I hold 
Daya. What do I care anymore? And I even said, yeah, when did all those good Americans ever do anything for me? I said to myself, yes, so what? Let's be egoistic. Let's don't care. Just move on. I said, I imagined how it would be like if I would sit somewhere, eat a steak, eat something good, listen to good old American music and warm my soul. Just leave this behind. And I even feared what might come out of it, how my life would be, my future. I knew, of course, that I was pursuing a just cause. There was no doubt. But the human mind is weak. I feared the consequences because, of course, I knew that no one would understand. No one would see this man as the villain he was. I knew it, of course. I read all those newspapers. I was well aware. I knew the moment I got out of that elevator that this was a lost cause. My life would end. It would not go anywhere. I had to sacrifice my life and I knew it before. I knew that I had to put my life online the moment I became aware that someone needs to save America. That someone has to be there for America. Put his fortunes, give up his fortunes. A fortune of a life. Ingenious ad man told us would be boundless. Of course, the reality looked different. I knew that there was no happy ending in his story. I knew either way, I would be miserable. America has no place for me. America has no place for people like me. But in those very moments, in those moments of doubt, I did. I was not a patriot. And I feel ashamed about it. Because the, the voice, the whisper of doubt had sneaked in. I did not feel courageous enough anymore. All was gone, stripped of me. I said to myself, yeah, maybe I did not understand it. Maybe I was not aware. Maybe I only saw one side of evil. One wicked face. And maybe we could bring about change. Maybe all our lives are not hopeless and futile at all. But then I remembered my life. I remembered my efforts. My futile efforts. My struggle to wake up my fellow countrymen. 
I remember the faith I was brought up in. That evil would never prevail. I believed in this foundation of our great country. I believed in my youth, in my childhood, in the faith I claimed. But then I saw this world is filled with evil. People who do not care about others at all. I remembered this is all in vain. I remembered my efforts that people would not listen. The world is upside down. I could garner my strength. I could look in the deed in the eye. I understood what is expected from me. This was not me anymore. This was not my life anymore. I did not pull the trigger. It was the American conscience which drew me there. It was the the beaten soul of our great nation which drew me in to this hall which helped me to get out of the elevator and my feet walked alone I felt the strength to move ahead something pulled me in there it was not hate it was not the way the prosecution portrayed me as a vengeful, evil demon who I would be. And the only thing I wanted was just to kill somebody. No. No, dear jury. It was the American soul which dragged me there. raped justice which gave me the strength and I followed its footsteps I followed the streak of blood where on the altar our justice our liberty our being American was Sacrificed, was butchered. I walked past the secretary. I assumed as innocent. We all need to make ends meet. I saw that there was a conference. The door was open. These villains, they did not fear anyone. They did not expect that they would ever receive justice in the hands of humans, in the hands of a true American. They left the doors open. There was no security. Some might call it vanity, but they were rightfully in their 
believe of their security the world loved them the world hailed the devil the world praised them they were indeed fortune givers no precaution and i slowly approached the door the open door of the conference room it pulled me in and i saw a couple of people watching someone glued to someone hanging on every word like a messiah who speaks to his followers they were like worshipers who praised and hailed every word they heard i held my breath i held my breath i wanted to know what was all this about whom they were listening to before i had said my prayers but these people whose eyes were glued on something it seems like it seemed like they they were worshiping someone or something could this be the doing of the devil i slightly pushed it to pushed the door open no one noticed me they were all indulged in in a presentation the villain himself stood out there and he gave a presentation to his worshipers i did not understand of it anything of it the only thing i saw was greed the only belief these people believed in the only faith these people had was greed i saw the conference room my gaze swept swept over the people there was a huge window looking out on the city beautiful skyscrapers built by people who did not care about our people who did not care about our faith about the well-being of good americans and i was in one of these buildings where the american dream supposed to happen i watched out of the window not many get a gaze onto it it is not the insight you gain in those press conferences in those closed circles in those inclusive groups 
You do not know how the world works. You do not know anything about the world. Since only God knows this. And you, as a mortal soul, can never assume all-knowing. Wise. You have no knowledge as a mortal being. Only God above. Only Him. You can ask for knowledge. These people, they did not know anything. They were not smart. Nothing. But yet, they had built a monument and they were residing on top, on top of the people. And the gaze was formidable. I was tempted, dear jury. I almost got tempted. I almost felt the thrill, the thrill of power, of corruption, depravity, greed. I almost felt it. It almost ate me up. I was sucked in this fuel. To my shame, for some time, for milliseconds, I imagined what it'd be like to be God, to look down on those people down there who were only dots, me and nobody. And I understood from high above those people down there, they do not have faces, they do not have life stories, they do not have sorrows. You do not see their tears. You do not see their joy. You do not see anything of them all. You are detached from them. They are mere thoughts swirling around, buzzing around, going somewhere. You do not care. High above, only clouds. And I understood. Really, Dad, it was not a burden you have for humanity. It was not a feeling of care for good Americans. No, it was an egoistic thrill. It, it was a feeling of superiority. A feeling to be above the average American. A feeling that one American life means nothing. And even there are many. Who cares? High above the, high above the sky, you do not hear the mourns on funerals. You do not hear the pain in the soul of America. And almost I got corrupted and almost I fell victim. Dear jury, this was f such a firmy double force which struck me. This was my last trial when I am worthy to break the news of an end.
when I am the one who can end the suffering of the American people. And there, in these moments, in these final moments, I felt my heart beating. I understood high above there is a whole different scale of justice. High above this guy, when you assume that you are the Almighty Himself, you have different moral principles. You have a different understanding from the world on top of it. And I stood there, not knowing what to do. The last trial, and I was about to fail it. My good Christian upbringing would have failed me. I almost wouldn't have done the right thing. I almost would have caved this formidable might. I almost would have conceded. What can I do? What little dot? What a nobody I am? What can I do? Again, I felt fear. Fear that one deed alone could never bring this empire to its knees. It is only one life. It is only one serpent. And I understood that this is not about mortal beings. This is not about a human flesh. No. The idea of this bloody empire, the deception, built on American skull and with American blood, this was intangible unreachable only what I saw was a small monument a symbol of all what is wrong I got that small few a fleeting glance into depravity which rains America, which drains our American blood. I was struck. I almost fainted. I was close to Tears. I thought of myself. You are this stupid boy. What did you think? What did you think? That you could go in there and, and save America. You. You. You alone. You nobody. You someone these people have been looking down on. 
you think that you could change that you could save lives you thought that I heard the devil speak to me this is not worth it you will not change it you cannot do anything about it against it America has already paid their bloodshed and it will continue doing so Americans hail us and give us readiness in readiness their blood they sacrifice them willingly it is too late it is too late you cannot change the hands of time go back go back where you came from go back in the small ditch you came from go back to be a dot again to be nobody again stop caring about America stop caring about the American people because they have stopped caring about themselves America has stopped loving its own children has stopped caring for each other America has become nothing but a sham go back go back your faith is not sufficient you are weak go back and and dear jury a fight broke out a fight in my mind in my belief I was in war with myself. I was struggling to keep it together. But then my belief, my faith prevailed. I understood that my life is meaningless. I had to remember myself over and over again because my life is meaningless because I'm just a dot I can sacrifice it I can make America a better country a better society I can spread love and what it takes is just to pull one trigger just one last effort and believe me jury it was painstaking it was struggling it was horrifying to pull this trigger I doubted doubts filled my ears I was deafened by doubts by the voice of the devil I was different to the core of my belief I could not hear my own prayers anymore I was blinded of all I have learned in my youth I was blinded and robbed of them 
I stood there naked with a gun in my hand. And the only means to bring about change was to fight this urge, to fight the devil, to push them back, to move ahead. And so I did. I put together the last strength, the last strength I had in me left. All I believed, my pain, my sorrows, my joy and my life, I put it all in there. I fought the devil. I pushed him back. I moved to the villain. I raised the gun and I looked into his eye. He was not shocked. He was not surprised. I saw that sneer on his lips again. I saw my mirror, my reflection in his eyes. I saw this weak nobody who I was. I looked me in the eye. And I saw me through his eyes. I saw me as a nobody he might think of me. I understood. But I could find the last courage, despair and faith drove me to that, drove me to that point and I pulled the trigger and it was a noise, a noise from the universe, it was a noise of relief, a noise which came out of the dark which initiated a new dawn, a shot, which would be the beginning of a spark, of a rain of fireworks. And it was strength. I felt a relief. I finally did it. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.